Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It it, it goes off topic a lot. Like P.K. Subban once was like, I love criminal intent. And I'm like, that's the worst variation of law and order. I'm like, why? I'm like, why criminal intent? I'm like, I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't even know that there was a show. And I thought you meant the the idea of criminal intent. Is that the one with Vincent D'Onofrio, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so... But, like, maybe he's a big Vince D'Onofrio fan. Yeah. <laughs> Chris and is like, like, I love that show. No. <laughs> he was just like, I love it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, cool. Like, I'm going to go stand over here. everybody welcome back into the Bruins and Bruins podcast we got a fun one for you tonight my name is Cam Hasbrook joined as per usual by Drew Johnson and Chris Gear. we've got a longtime friend and a long overdue guest on tonight Sammy Silver who is currently this is probably the the, the most legendary podcast appearance we've had before because she is literally in and lift on the way back from the Bruins Cavs game Monday night Sammy, thank you for taking the time to carve out. I, I, it's not going to be worth your time. I'm promising you that right now. <laughs> no, this is this is historic. I'm so excited to be here. So, <laughs> you carving I'm, out this I'm kind honest. of time is, is legendary shit right now. So you're already climbing our oh, list, rather. I love it. Retire my number when we finish this podcast. It'll be great. You know <laughs> exactly. I definitely owe you a few from uh, from school. So Sammy uh, was oh, just to introduce here quick before we get into the beers. Sammy is currently working for Washington Hockey now. Uh, it was formerly with the Hockey Writers, I think, at the same time that the three of us were. At least mm-hmm. Drew and I. I'm not sure if Chris was still yeah. hanging around then. No. Um, but <laughs> I have known Sammy for – I was trying to figure this out, Sammy, earlier. I think four or five, maybe six years now. I don't know when yeah. exactly you started, but Sammy was our team photographer uh, down at the University of Maryland. So uh, I've known her for a while. I don't know. Did, did you start twenty? 20- 17 16 i started i started back in 20 i started school in 2015 and then i joined hockey writers 2016 and that's when i also started you Mm -hmm. know taking dope pictures of you guys and i was like oh yeah i know this cam guy i'm like i've seen him around before i'm like yeah, and I like, so, needed an extra good photographer to make him look good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Get into that. No, into he, that. he made the work easy. He made the work easy. Uh, Sammy, I always joke with uh, that her she may be covering the Caps now professionally, uh, but we're still the the Maryland D three ice hockey team is still your favorite team of all time. That's right, all time. Oh yes, no, one hundred percent, one infinity percent, still my favorite team. 
<laughs> there you go. Um, Sammy did capture, I think, probably the greatest photo I've ever seen, which was my teammate Nick, aka Bruce, puking into a trash can mid-game. <laughs> it was in stunning 4K as well. It was it was an excellent shot. I pull that one up from time to time uh, uh, to get a good laugh. But I'm confused on why it's Nick, aka Bruce. Like, how do you jump from I, Nick? He to had Bruce like there? seven nicknames on our team. Um, I think it's because sophomore year he was wearing a shark tooth necklace while we were on a road trip. So Bruce, like the shark from uh, Finding Nemo. Um, also from Jaws. That's, that's why the shark from Finding Nemo. <laughs> see, that tells you all you need to wow. know. Wow. Thoughts <laughs> being right. connected. That's what the yeah. Brews and Brews podcast is all about. Uh, speaking of brews, uh, I got a brew here. Who else? I, Chris and Drew, you guys got something to share here? Oh, I got, so you said before we get into the beers and, oh man, this is a little behind the curtain here. <laughs> I've been into the beers. <laughs> we recorded our Friday episode already and we uh, watched a little bit of that, that hockey game together while drinking some beers, but I made a maybe fatal error. Um, and my second beer is the Merkley double IPA from a, uh, pure project and field work a little collaboration there it is eight and a half percent by volume (laughs) it's uh yeah it's it's something it's a it's a real real haze um listeners will find this out on the friday episode we have a new thing where uh you try and see drew through your beer and (laughs) this does not pass the drew test (laughs) i cannot see drew through my beer I froze um, that. I froze there. So can you see me now? No, I still can't see. <laughs> uh, drinkability. Um, double IPAs are usually a little, little less bitter, a little milder than, than single IPAs. And so, like, there's an inherent level of drinkability, but there's also an inherent level of danger. Um, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go 15. <laughs> go somewhere. It's the name of the episode. Inherent. <laughs> somewhere in the low middle um tasteability is pretty juicy um but not not like a distinct flavor to it so i'll go 13 very nice gotta respect chris coming off covid protocol and going right into his bag gotta respect that kind of dedication let's see if drew's sharing it drew what you got uh i get corona seltzer it's not worth the time next all right uh i've got and i say another foundation but again this is being released before the one we just drank the whole time (laughs) this is our test second time that we've recorded and released in opposite order and it kind of fucks with you um but another from foundation brewing right here in portland this is a guava's my jam another sour ale um five percent as well brewed with you guessed it guava and milk sugar uh does not pass the the drew test at all it is very very thick uh drinkability the Drew test. I you like could that. you could crush a few of these. Uh, you can have a twenty nine drinkability taste. You can definitely taste it. Another thirty five, very similar to the last one I had, or the the, the one next one have, you have, <laughs> depending on <laughs> when you're listening it slash in order. Um, but yeah, just kind of a more of a guava focus than a, a cherry one. Uh, very good stuff. Once again, Sammy, we'll have to get you on when you can have a beer sometime, and you're not in the back of a lift but uh, yeah i have have serious fomo well (laughs) is there really any time better to have a beer than in the back of a lift (laughs) (laughs) that's a fair point so sammy i gotta we want to talk about tonight's game but 
first, I do want to just rewind a little bit to one of the greatest things I've probably ever seen in a, ha- in a hockey game. Uh, for your Caps fans and your readers, it's probably not going to be quite as exciting, but Carl Hagelin accidentally scoring in his own net during the delayed power play. I've always wanted to see that happen, and I finally got to see it happen. Could you walk us through how that possibly happened quickly? <laughs> yeah, it was something where I was watching it, too. I'd actually, like, look down for a minute, and I looked back up, and you could hear, you know, Joby on the telecast yelling, like, look out, look out, and I was like, okay, something's wrong. I'm like, let's see what's wrong. So it's funny because, um, you know, at the morning skate, Zach Fucali was uh, talking a bit about it, and it was, it was strange, right? Because it was kind of, he made the point of, it was the right play. Like, you saw Hags, you know, up on the ice. He was, you know, had possession of the puck. And you're not just going to give it to them. Like, you're not just going to give it to the opposing team, delayed penalty or not. And he tried to make that pass. I guess it just completely missed the target. And I don't know if it's... Uh, again, like right now, I'm speechless because I can't even think about how that happens to make its way like 170 something feet down the ice straight into the net. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think everybody just really didn't even know how to react. I mean, it's such a strange thing. And I think the last time, one of the last times it happened was against the Caps. Like huh. when the, when Peter Laviolette's Hurricanes were playing and you know, I think it was Nicholas Walleen scored on the empty net on the delayed call. So I, it was funny. Peter said, like, post game on that. He was like, it was a beauty on the on the <laughs> wall and goal. But, you know, <laughs> in, in the moment, it's it's not it's something that's not funny. But, you know, Fucali made the point of it. It was the right play. And again, like I I as painful as it is to look back for Capsans to look at that. I, I mean, it does kind of fall into the there's nothing you can do. Right. Yeah. Like it's like you're not just going to give it to them at the same time. It's a delayed penalty. So if yeah. you're trying to generate pressure with the extra man, the pass goes off target. And unfortunately, that's where the, the play goes. So, again, like I have never seen that. So I'm, as the kids say, shooketh. But, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, that was, that was a wild one. Yeah, as a neutral uh, observer, it was it was the perfect chaos. But I was going to say I'm going to borrow Chris's term, where hockey is weird, and I think it mm. kind of explains it through that. The beautiful my, my game. Yeah. <laughs> so my my number one question for somebody who covers the Washington Capitals, um, so I, I think across hockey media this happens, and we've talked about it in several different off seasons when you're kind of predicting out the season um, with the capitals, it's really, is this the year that they finally drop off? Is this the year that uh, Ovechkin's too old? Is this the year that Nick Backstrom's too old? Um, Is this the year that uh, John Carlson finally becomes too big of a defensive liability to make up for it offensively? Um, And every year it seems like, this is the year that the hockey media predicts that it's going to happen and it just hasn't happened. What's it like on your side kind of dealing with that? And, and what, what is your feeling like each off season as you go into the season? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting being on the other side. I like to think of the, those critics sometimes as like doomsday predictors. 
because they'll be like oh it's the end of the world coming for like washington i'm like uh i don't i don't i mean it's it's an organization that's held themselves to incredibly high standards over so many years i mean it doesn't matter who's behind the bench or what's going on i mean it's it's a team that has high expectations so that mentality right there i mean right off the bat you're like okay this is like the organization's mentality like let's you know regardless of the players or anything like that you know people are coming in with high expectations it's a very close-knit room it it's always been ever since i've been covering them in person that's what i've seen those guys are like attached at the hip but it's also one of the most unpredictable jobs i think to have because like you said i mean it there's all these different questions of you know is is Ovechkin going to slow down? It seems like the answer is no, because that man has like the durability of an immortal. I'm like, it's <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm like, I, I've never I've never witnessed somebody who conditions so well and keeps up with that level of play. But even then, I mean, you come in and I think Tom Wilson called it the other day, like he called last Sunday, another crazy day for the caps, like that's kind of what we're riding with right now because every day i mean it's it's been an injury or it's non-covid illness or it's a you know so and so enters the covid protocol you have an own goal you have uh overtime loss you know i mean there's so many different circumstances that play into hockey and something i love about the game too is its unpredictability right i mean you can have people be like okay, this player's going to put up this many points or this player's finally going to drop off or the Caps are just going to, you know, collapse or the Caps are just going to keep going. Like, you don't know because hockey is the strangest game on the face of the planet. Like, there is no rule book or Bible for how anything's going to play out. I mean, you see it in Edmonton, right? You have two of the biggest point producers in the world there and they're not doing so hot standings or win, you know, anything-wise. I mean... (laughs) So, yeah, so really. get them a I mean, goaltender i'm begging you <laughs> yeah i know it's but like with with washington i mean you you see uh, it's a lot of the young guys coming in and you have you know the guys who used to be the young guns are now the veteran core and honestly it's just saying that that's mesmerizing to see because you see all these stars and you see the way ovechkin carries himself and you know kuzetsov bouncing back and mm-hmm. things that you couldn't predict you know so that was a really long ramble. Sorry, I didn't completely. No, this is what I wanted. <laughs> no, that's exactly. Yeah. The podcast yeah. is better when our guest talks and we don't. So that's oh, yeah, 100%. I, good. I was on one podcast and they're like, you kind of just talk the whole time. And I'm like, <laughs> no, what? this is what that's we the want. Point. Yeah. I'm like, we're this is here to podcast. drink beer and listen to smarter people. That's that's yeah. the whole point of what goes people, on here. People don't listen to this podcast to listen to us talk. Yeah. No, no what? not at all. <laughs> I listen to this podcast to listen to you guys talk. Even Cam, really? Well, Cam's yeah. never here, so of course, uh, yeah. Brutal. I guess we um, should we should bring up. Uh, speaking of Cam never being here, that uh, Drew and I weren't here, um, both on the COVID list this past week. Uh, yeah. But back back healthy. Um, well, I was the, on the, the pod last week. Oh yeah, you're. I actually was getting COVID on the pod last <laughs> you, week. Yeah, recorded Monday, and I started feeling like not good. <laughs> And I was Fox, like, you know what? Let's just push shit. through this podcast. Let's push through this podcast. Had a couple beers, felt fine. <laughs> a couple hours later, did not feel fine. And yeah. Then... So I just wanted to mention to the listeners, like, uh, even if Drew and I had relatively mild cases, Drew, I think you had it a little worse than I did. I think my after effects are a little worse than yours. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say so. But either way, uh, you don't want this. I would say uh, stay away. Um, if you can avoid being in public, uh, avoid that. Get vaccinated, get boosted. Um, yeah. The, the thing I'll say is Cat uh, got it and um, wasn't symptomatic, but got tested because I had symptoms and she had access to a test. So then I got a PCR test because we had uh, been together. and uh, But nobody else that we had been hanging out with got it, including my parents, whose house I was living in at the time. Um, and everybody was vaccinated and boosted. And um, so pretty good, like, anecdotal evidence for um, maybe getting that taken care of. Yeah, I, I will say I was scheduled to get my booster the following week. Um, so I hadn't gotten it yet got sick, had the symptoms, tested positive. My girlfriend who I live with, who was around me like those first 24 to 48 hours of me like starting to feel like crap, like you'd think I would be transmissible, uh, boosted, did not have symptoms, tested negative like the following day that I texted positive. So not that that works for everyone, but yeah. it kind of goes to show booster there helped her for sure can help a lot of people so and obviously there are going to be worse cases than both what drew and i had so yeah just do, do what you can to avoid getting it including hand sanity yeah wearing, wearing a mask and washing your hands and everything also don't get the flu wash your hands a lot because apparently the flu is going around too and that would suck to get right Dude. now yeah um, glad you mentioned uh kuznetsov sammy because I, I wanted to i wanted to mention him as somebody who um especially with Nick Backstrom having been out for a, an extended period of time this year is really, uh, I, he's been good for a while. It's just, you know, good to see him really carrying. Um, and, and I think his biggest like underrated asset is, is as a defensive player. I think he got, I think he got kind of pegged as, as a no defense center really early in his career and kind of picked up that part of his game along the way. And I, I, been really impressed as his career has gone on yeah no i mean to to watch him and the the way he skates and the way he plays especially this season i mean it's it's funny because i mean i you know you had people last season who wanted you know you had some critics be like let's trade him you know let's he's gonna be traded everybody wants to trade him this is gonna happen and you know, I was talking to Kuzi, you know, a month and a half ago because we, you know, got together for a little one-on-one. And he was like, I wish that somebody had just written something over the summer that would have been true. And he was like, that wasn't the case for any of it. And something like last year he was talking about, like, you test positive for COVID twice. You know, you have an inconsistent year. It's strange, you know, training camp starts, you know, in the winter and you come into a shortened season and, you know, he, he's a guy who's incredibly motivated. And when he came in, like this season, you could tell like straight from that first day of skate test, like he came in shape, he came ready to play, like he's skating well, he's moving well, you know, he can breathe Right. I mean, you guys just talked about, you know, COVID and the effect that has. He mentioned, he's like, I can breathe now, you know, and and it, it lingers, you know. It's not just like kind of like the flu where you get in and then you take a couple of days in bed or, 
you know, when you get up again, it's, it's saying that the whole world has never experienced this before. Right. So mm-hmm. I also endorse the get boosted message, but it, it just like to watch his play has been incredible because like you mentioned too, I mean, the back checking has been stellar. I mean, his role on the penalty kill, like not only is he using his speed to get back, but he's also like, he's engaging in those battles. He's using his reach. He's using his skill. He's stick handling. He's creating opportunities shorthanded. He's using his creativity to his advantage. Like that's something that you would expect to see from Kuznetsov. And he's surpassing that this season. It's, it's been absolutely incredible to watch. And for a guy too, who off the ice is, is absolutely an amazing person. And honestly, he is probably one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And I've met a lot of unfunny people and he's not one of them. Yeah, we went over that. With welcome the to this podcast. Thing. No, no you, you guys, you guys are great. No, he's, he is hysterical. He will drop the greatest like one liners and you're just like on the floor. Like Love he's that. fantastic. But for everything he's been through, like he also told me like, from years past mistakes he's made like he wouldn't change any of it because he wants to grow from it and use that to like his advantage was something that stood with me because like when you make a mistake sometimes you don't want to own up to it he like lives by that like if he does something wrong he wants to learn from it and use it to his advantage so that's something that's been been sick to see as you know, I'll get colloquial here. You know, freaking dope to see. So <laughs> <laughs> we we like to keep it pretty colloquial on here. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, to use the cliche term, coach's dream, right there. Somebody who's willing to own up their mistakes and is is actively working on adjusting and fixing and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, All right, everybody, quick reminder, the Bruins and Bruins podcast is sponsored by DraftKings. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available yet in your state, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers free shots at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Minimum dollar wage required. One per customer. Restriction supply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook with details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Woo! Take it away, boys! A question I do have for you, Sammy, is I was just thinking, you're like, I talked to Koozie like a month and a half ago or something. I was like, when was the last time I talked to a, like a professional hockey player? And it was like when I was very younger. And it's just like, you know, obviously you, you do this for a, a, like a profession and you're professional at this. But how does it feel kind of stepping back, like maybe, you know, before your your days writing and stuff, just thinking, wow, I'm like talking to all these nhlers i'm covering them i'm up close i'm interviewing them just kind of like i suppose you know how does it feel now like looking back to where maybe you were beforehand sammy he's asking when you were taking pictures of me whiffing on one timers from the blue line <laughs> Wells, Ice Arena. did you ever think that you'd be uh he'd be in the caps locker room just to be exactly. no not not even that i didn't even think i was gonna even be able to talk to cam so, like, the fact that I even got to take pictures, I mean, incredible. <laughs> I'll have those forever on my desktop. No. <laughs> yeah, mean... they're on my Twitter or something, too. So, go ahead, no, go ahead yeah, and check I... them out if you want to laugh at me. They're, like, good. in, like, the tombs of, like, my memory card folder. Like, yeah. I still have them because they – those were the best, man. But, yeah, I mean, growing up, I was – I, like, fell in love with hockey when I was nine. Like, I, my mom took me to the Verizon Center, and she was like, here, you might like this. And I was like, there's people punching each other? Like, I love this. Like, <laughs> I'm like, nobody told me there was going to be, like, kicking and hitting and that kind of stuff. Like, I love this. Like, let's go. And I remember, like, being at Six Flags once for, like, a season ticket horror party. Like, somebody had tickets and, like, gave them to me. Because, like, I grew up in, like, a not-so-rich like family. So going to games was, like, a rarity. You know what I mean? And, like... I never really got the opportunity to go and like we got these tickets and Ovechkin like apparently walked by me at Six Flags and I didn't even know it and I started like bawling <laughs> like I was like I'm never gonna see this man like again like like greatness just passed me and I was looking at the <laughs> stupid roller coaster like this is the motivation you needed yeah. I mean truly relatable yeah and I was like <laughs> I was I was just like pain and I'm like, I met, I met Jose Theodore and I was like, I can die happy. And That's then, awesome. Which, yeah, but like, I mean, when you, when you go back and like, you look and you see like, okay, I was nine and I was at this party and like, I saw this dude walk by me and I was like, I'm never going to see him again. And then I was like, you know what? Like. I don't know if I can use a curse word on here, but I will. I'll be oh, like, please I, do. Yeah. Yes. I was like, in like, you know, I was like, I love hockey. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I love writing. Like, why don't I just try it and see if I'm good at it? And I guess like I turned out to be kind of good at it. And that's when, you know, you work your way up and you end up in an NHL locker room and you're standing there and you're like, oh, like the kid in you comes out and you start like shaking a little bit and you see them like looking around and you see like Ovechkin walking around his gear that's like five times the size of you and then this man is like eight times the size of you like <laughs> and you know but like gang to like be like oh like they know who you are like they you know and being like okay i did get to see ovechkin outside of a six flags you know another time years <laughs> later it's it's something you never take for granted like you know gang you think about ovechkin and i mean i will say he's the greatest goal scorer of all time Oh, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> oh, well, we'll, we'll get in a whole debate. I'm not even... 
Well, I don't. Sucks. I don't plan. I don't plan. I don't think it's a debate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I, I've I, been... was, I was planning to bring this up a little bit later, but we'll, we'll get. I think it's it. a parade. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been with the. Some of my friends are like Rangers fans, so we get in this. It's always a fight with them, but <laughs> it's oh. like I know. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, let's just let's just chill. But no, like. And to get to do that and to talk to, like, guys like Kuznetsov and to get to know them and be like, how are you doing? Like, how are you feeling? Like, what's going on? Like, and to meet your heroes, but to also realize my heroes are good people. Like, they're not bad people. Like, I've never met a mean hockey player. And trust me, there's, like, nobody standing behind me being like, say that. Like, <laughs> I just, What, like, your Lyft that- driver? Yeah, he's like turning around. He's like, "You better say something good about the NH." No, like your Lyft they... driver, Sean Avery. <laughs> <laughs> say it. No, but they're they're honestly so, and they're and then you realize like the starstruck feeling is always there inside. But the more you talk to them, you're like, okay, like they're people. Like you know what I mean. And so it's something you never take for granted though, because not everybody has that. Which is why I love writing and want to share it with everybody because I want to share you know, those wacky conversations about, like, Xbox and Chipotle or whatever the heck we talk about, you know, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it goes off topic a lot. Like, P.K. Subam once was like, I love criminal intent, and I'm like, that's the worst variation of law and order. I'm like, why? I'm like, why criminal intent? I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't cool. even know that there was a show, and I thought you is meant the, the, the with, idea of criminal is intent. Is that the one with Vincent D'Onofrio, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, was, so, but, like, maybe he's a big Vince D'Onofrio fan. Yeah, <laughs> Chris is like, like, I love that show. No. <laughs> he was just like, I love it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like cool like i'm gonna go stand over here like honestly i couldn't tell <laughs> you go interview someone else though. what the premise of criminal intent is like that's such a vague episode title it is i'm like i don't i'm like okay but like it's fine to talk to them about like the music they like too and like make like some of the guys who like look very angry like to make them smile you know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's awesome. It it really and you can talk to him about anything. Is like, everybody's favorite music Imagine Dragons? Because that's what I <laughs> that's what I think like every hockey player like their favorite band oh, is Imagine God. Dragons. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I remember I remember like I asked like Matt Niskanen and he was like, I like hair bands. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I was that's like awesome. I was like, Yeah, like okay. And Jay Beagle was like <laughs> Jay Beagle was like, Stop the techno, please. Please. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, no, this I'm, is not all right. I'm like, I don't control the aux cord, but I feel that, Jay. <laughs> like But no, I mean to make a long story short, I mean it it's you never take that moment for granted. And that's why, you know, with the pandemic, like I'm so happy that people are getting vaccinated and we are able to go back and be in person because you, you want to have that contact with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's yes. uh, one of the things a lot of people have talked about, like, do we need to have like in-person press interviews and stuff like that? And that's, and it's like, absolutely. Because you're losing yeah. so much of that. You know, if you're just asking about the game over Zoom, it's not the same. You're not going to get that same level yeah. of coverage and, and oh, connection with your, with your athletes. Personal your relationships sort of thing. Yeah. With, with the people you're working absolutely, with. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, 100%. Sammy, Something I do want to touch on here, you talked about, um, you know, trying to use your your role and your access to kind of expand uh, the community of hockey and, and getting people who, you know, maybe not traditionally are thought of as hockey fans into the game. And 
you're taking action with that right now. You launched this Pride of Hockey initiative. Uh, I saw this on Twitter just scrolling the other day, and it's awesome. This is totally the type of thing that, like, we absolutely want to elevate with our our very small platform here. Um, No, I want to just introduce that and talk about kind of, you know, what what led you to launch it and kind of what your goals are with it. Yeah, no, I mean, thank you for even, you know, letting me talk about it. I mean, it's, it's something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Like, I mean, I really do believe that hockey, the motto hockey is for everybody really, or for everyone really needs to ring true. And there are a lot of people sometimes like in the community who might not have like media experience or hockey experience or want to learn more about the game or want to learn more about covering the game or, you know, they love, you know, drawing or they love writing or they love editing. Like there's so many different people, but they don't know or have like a specific platform or in and I wanted to make like a safe space where I can also get people together to network, to educate, to just like be there for each other, have fun, you know, and make it a learning and teaching process together, but also like show some pride. Like, you know, I mean, there's so many wonderful people in this community and recently, like recent events with certain you know, different things going on in the hockey community. There was one incident where a site ended up completely shutting down. And a lot of young writers, you know, didn't have a platform or a voice anymore. And based on what happened, it left a lot of people also feeling, you know, a little, you know, deceived and upset and, you know, maybe not having as as much of a platform and also being a little, you know, upset and not really feeling like they have a place to express themselves mm-hmm. and also like questioning the safety of the space. And so that I was like, I'm putting the foot down. Like I want to start saying that includes every single person. It doesn't matter what experience you have, like, you know, what, what level of the game you know about what leagues you cover, what leagues you don't cover, what leagues you follow. If you, you know, draw, if you write anything, you know, I just want to create a community where we can all get together and unite and really, you know, show that this game is for everyone and create a safe space. Cause we, we need something like that. And we also need people to know, like, regardless of your race or your sexual orientation, like, this is a safe community. You are included. You are welcome. And your voice, like, we need your voice. We need to hear what you have to say. And we want to hear what you want to say. Yeah. You know, it's it's incredible. And to see, to get to interact with so many people, too, who, you know, I, I maybe wouldn't have met walking outside my apartment, like, has been incredible. And for people to be like, I didn't know such a thing could exist. Like that's, it's incredible. It, it's something that I felt like we really needed. And so I worked with a couple of friends and I mentioned, I'm like, I have this idea. I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, I love it. So I just went for it. And honestly, like we're starting and we're doing pretty good so far. And everybody seems happy and we're very excited to, to see where things go. So. 
it's something I'm very proud of. Something that's very near to my heart. So, yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, I signed up earlier. I'll, when when I tweet out this episode, I'll I'll tweet out the link for anybody who wants to sign up. Um, I'm sure we have a a, a good portion of our community that will be. Everybody to should sign up. If you don't, you're no friend of ours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, ain't no friend of mine. No, I mean I it's it. it's something that like you know I I definitely like can I think the three of us really can can personally like appreciate being people who like you know none of us live or I guess Drew and I live near each other now but um you know like I I was in Maryland when this started Drew's in Massachusetts and Chris lives out in San Diego so we are not yeah. the type of people that would be able to stumble into each other drunk at the at the bar when we're watching the Bruins game and start chatting about this we got this done because we found the. A community online and that sort of thing and um these two shitheads are some of my best friends now so um, having that that opportunity to to you know find your community and, and find other people that are like you and um you know just and and bond over a sport like hockey is is an outstanding experience that everybody should have a chance to have so um yeah. it really is our pleasure to be able to hopefully share this and and get you some more uh kind of expand the community a little bit no, I appreciate it. I mean, it's amazing. And I thank you guys so much because, like, the support we've gotten so far, like, I think, I think, like, you know, we've spoken with a lot of people, but also, like, to see Pride Tape reach out and be like, you know, we're, we completely support this and, you know, congratulations. But, like, it's not even a congratulations. Like, this is something that, like, we should have, we should have. Yeah. And it's not like it's one person's. Yeah. And somebody was like, it's so good that this is like your thing. And I'm like, it's it's everybody's thing. Like, yeah. it's not just one person. Like, I don't want people being like, oh, like, oh, it's just like Sammy's thing. Like, no, like this belongs to like every single voice in the community. Like, this is all, all of the whole community. This is not just one person being like, oh, this is my group. Cool. Like, cause you know, that would not only would it crash and burn because I don't think that anybody can do anything by themselves, but you know, it's also that that's not the point of the program. You want to get as many people to be able to speak and express themselves. Mm-hmm. And it starts with making it everybody's thing. Yeah. Like it's, not it's just definitely. From, yeah. Cause from, from my perspective, it's just been really cool. Like just being on, on Twitter and the hockey community and seeing, you know, just every, every corner of human life is part of the hockey community. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes in defiance of what the NHL markets itself to, it's a, it's a very, you know, marketed toward straight white men. Um, And just seeing the community on Twitter, especially just uh, it's all across the board and, uh, it, it, yeah, it's it's been it's been a really cool experience. Um, so I'm I'm excited to dive into that. Um, yeah, no, me too. I end. mean, even even like talking to people who like I've been talking to some people who are like, hey, like you know, like I'm a straight you know person, but I'm interested. I'm like, this is for everybody, dude. I'm like, it doesn't you know, like we we want to welcome every single person. Like, if your goal is to spread equality and promote you know, friendship and inclusiveness in the game. Like we need every single person, but not even that, like I want to promote like mental health. You know what I mean? Like we all come from different backgrounds. Like 
that right there, like to have a safe community and have somebody you can lean on, like, and even like just chat with and be like, ha, huh, look at the caps. Like, oh my goodness, what is this game right now? Like that, you know what I mean? Like to have that, like it is absolutely incredible. So the, you know, even like the mental aspect of it too is something that, that I'm very excited um, yeah. to, to promote. So. You need Absolutely. a community to fall back on when your team's losing seven to three. <laughs> yeah, we weren't going to rub it in too much tonight, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it was a fun night for us. Probably, probably more fun than it was for you, but that's all right. <laughs> that's good. Uh, anybody have any last questions for Sammy? I'm, I'm sure we'll have her on again soon. Again, this one was long overdue, so it'll be it'll be much less of a wait next time. But if anybody it'll be, has any questions, the next time the Bruins win seven to three against the Capitals, <laughs> yeah. we'll be sure. Well, so here, here's the thing. <laughs> It's the Alex Ovechkin thing. Like, what? What's it like covering one of the greatest players of all time? Maybe a top five player of all time. Seems like he's kind of in the public eye, surpassed Sidney Crosby in that draft in that draft class over the last couple of years, just because Crosby's been hurt a little bit, and and mm-hmm. Ovechkin's just kind of like continued being Ovechkin. Um, yeah, just from somebody who has access to that guy, like, what is that like? It's it's something I can't even really, like, begin to put into words, which sounds, like, completely nerdy, but it's it's incredible. I mean, when you talk to him, like, it seems like every single night he accomplishes some kind of milestone or he'll hit some kind of mark or he'll do something. And when he, you ask him about he it, he recently passed uh, Dave Andrichuk for all-time power play goals. Yep, first first all, all-time all-time power play goals. We hit you know the 600 assists list this season. I mean, you know, no big deal. He's behind that Yager guy. Like <laughs> it's, but he treats it very humbly. Like you'll ask him, you'll be like you're still doing, you know, the damn thing. And he's like, well, I'm just doing my job. Or he says like the same. He's like, I take it day by day. And that's, that's like, he's very soft-spoken. He's not a loud, you know, guy who's very pretentious and he's not, he's not that at all. Like Unless he went to Stanley Cup and he's chugging a beer in the fountain in DC. Not, which is like, when you that. just flashing it back to Six Flags, that's what I thought of. I just thought of like Ovechkin like <laughs> floundering in a fountain. Like that. That's that's all I thought of. I was like, that, he's that definitely was practicing six, at Six Flags. That was Six Flags America. Two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's. I mean, you see the way he carries himself, or the way that like the rookies talk about him, like. The way the way like a kid like Hendrix Hendrix Lapierre is like he's not human like, and you see the kids like who are coming in they're like yeah I had his jersey and you're like oh my goodness like this man has transfixed time like yeah and to get to experience that and just just like be <clears throat> be in his presence is it's humbling because you see somebody who's does all these great things but also like. He's a father, you know, he's bought a championship to DC. He's done a lot for this community. He influenced the DMV to become a hockey town. Like, and then, you know, he also like at one of those practices a couple months ago, he delivered us a pizza. And I was like, I've never seen that on Twitter. Yeah. 
I was like, you saved me $8 today. Like, <laughs> like the man, you know, he gives coupons. It's incredible. No, but like, <laughs> it's, it, it truly, it's truly a sight to behold. And it's also saying like, as a journalist, like you never take that for granted. Cause yeah. you're like a player like him doesn't come around often. You know that's going to be the one where you're like telling your grandkids, like, "Yeah, I got to cover Alex Ovechkin." Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's I'll be like, incredible. You know, what I mean? I'll, I'll be like, I was there for his goal, and they'll be like, "Okay, let's get you to bed, Grandma." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like for real though. <laughs> you're like, I need it. They're like, I know, Grandma. Like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say. Well, we can do, we can wrap it up. I mean, we've had you for more than I, I promised we'd steal you for. So no, um, I'm, I rambled. I'm sorry. I no, was... please do not. Do not. Again, this is this is what sorry, we're hoping for. I still we have wanna... like an eighth of my beer left. So <laughs> I'm I'm down for whatever. I got nothing to do. Get chugging, baby. <laughs> um, well, Sammy, yeah, it's it's been a pleasure. We'll definitely have you back on soon. Um, any any final words for our our? You, you're, definitely every article that you write has a way larger of an audience than this podcast. No. Does, but, <laughs> but if you have any words for our our, our Bruins fans podcast. Uh, we do have a we do have a pretty good following in Brazil. So if you got anything for the Brazilian yeah. hockey fans, uh, oh. shouts, to, can, uh, shouts to Brazil. Shout out to Brazil. That's really cool. Wasn't there another country that was up high? I think now? was it Argentina? Portugal recently? Portugal. Uh, Argentina maybe? Yeah. That's like like Finland. <laughs> That's apparently apparently we translate well to the Portuguese speaking audience. <laughs> I wish I spoke Portuguese. I can't speak Don't Portuguese, but. No, I mean, thank you guys so much for having me. And, you know, thank you for the seven to three loss. <laughs> shouts, to my, shouts to my UMass boy, Connor Sherry, for uh, his two goals. Yes. Tonight. Very, very good guy. Great guy. Very good on pucks, too. <laughs> Love to see that. Yeah. Well, Sammy, again, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, I like, I no one would have blamed you for just passing up considering you were at the game and I asked you to like, hey, can you record during the game? And you were like, Well, I can step out of it. I was like, No, 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 that's no. not like, um, Dude, you you, you carving put... out the time is honestly outstanding and, and we really, really appreciate it. So no, you waited you. you waited for, you know, my out of breath ass to get on the phone. So I <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Next oh, time we have you on name is sober. Yeah. Next time we'll have we have you on. We'll talk uh, Marshawn and Tom Wilson. Who's worse? That'll be. <laughs> I was thinking about it. That'll be the next one. Yeah. Well, I gotta. I gotta prepare for like a year for that. <laughs> so we, yeah, we all we'll all have written statements. Yeah. <laughs> like a thesis. Annotated <laughs> bibliographies. Oh yeah. Use you know noodle tools that kind of stuff. <laughs> all right, Samuel. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Right, thank, thank you. Guys.